All right, everyone, this is your host, Clarissa Nicole of 512 FM, and boy, do we need to play catch up. It has been a while since I put out a podcast and I am, or a podcast episode, and I'm so sorry for that. I didn't even realize how much time was spent between the last episode and now until... A couple weeks ago so before we dive in I'm going to try to do a little something something or have my own little opinion corner or current events corner if you will um, let's start off a little light a little haha but this next topic actually isn't so light so let's just get right down to it so right out the gate uh, something that's been making headlines over the last week and something I can't quite wrap my mind around is the fact that there are all these abortion bans taking over the southern states and it's so insane to me because it's very clear by the messaging in these bills and how they're presenting it that no one believes in common sense and no one believes in science a lot of them are called the heartbeat bills, which means as soon as a heartbeat is detected, like it's considered life. And if a doctor performs an abortion um, or if a woman or if a person, because you don't have to be a woman to get an abortion um, or identify any way to get an abortion, if they decide to get one, then they can be they can serve up to 99 years in prison. Um, in some states, they can be put on the death penalty, which is kind of an oxymoron to be pro-life, right? Like, oh, well, we're going to give you death for choosing what you want to do with your body. So it's it's been very crazy. It hasn't come to Texas yet, but it's being presented. And I know that Texas is going to be one of those states that will try to pass something close to it or mimic some of the other states. So far, Alabama, Louisiana has has one on the table, Ohio, I believe, and Missouri passed one in the middle of the night. Excuse me if I don't know any other states so far. Uh, it's, it's just, it's really insane. And I know that abortion is probably one of those topics that we don't talk about or you want to glance over or you want to keep it out of your brand. But guess what? My brand is built on helping people and connecting with people and speaking out against. And it's not even about that at the end of the day. Like, who cares what my brand is about, right? We're still human beings. We're still people. And this isn't just about trying to care for for you know a baby because once the baby is born we don't have any laws that protect them unless they are white and male and listen I can go so far into this I could have a whole other episode um all I can tell you is this I used to think more pro-life because I only had one narrow vision of what pro-life was and what I thought abortion was but I educated myself and looked at everything kind of across the board and it just it's not it it's not me it's I care so much about the education system the the school to prison pipeline that's built especially for children of color childhood poverty the lack of uh, the lack of insurance and health care that's available for kids 
again, I'm not trying to make this whole episode about abortion and what's going on in the southern states, but I don't like to sugarcoat things that are going on in the world. I'm not Willy Wonka. I have opinions about stuff. I've posted stuff on my Instagram uh, about it. So this podcast, I think, is fine enough to talk about it. And, you know, it it just it is what it is. Again, I am so mind blown and so angry and so many emotions about all of this, but I don't want to dwell so much on it because this is not the podcast that I want to specifically talk about that with, but who knows, like I I might bring on someone who's an activist for them to share more of an educated thought about why these bills are so dangerous. So that's one of the main current events that's happened over the last week. Um, Let's get into the next, which is the Game of Thrones finale. It's over. And if you're listening to this podcast wondering, Clarissa, I didn't know you were a Game of Thrones fan. I'm not. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones in my life. I know there's a dragon involved. There's a person that I follow on Facebook who used to be a religion major who said that Game of Thrones kind of reads like the Book of Judges, which means I need to go back and read the Book of Judges because like some of the memes I've seen on Game of Thrones are pretty wild. So if Judges is that wild, I need to kind of maybe watch and read simultaneously. I don't know. But I know that also a lot of y'all were not happy with the ending. It seems as if the ending was kind of lackluster, anticlimactic. And listen, I identify. I got you. Because I watched Degrassi for 12 years, okay? And and I'm talking about when Drake was Aubrey before he was in the wheelchair, before he got shot, when he had the little baby fro. Like, watch Degrassi, very first episode of the reboot, all the way up until like it was on Netflix for the next class and they were changing out all these people. And that last episode, which aired two years ago, was so anticlimactic. And I was like, so when's the next season? And there has been no next season. There are no plans to reboot the show. It's just kind of like, this is how it ends. And so I understand being upset. I understand being mad. I get it. And I am with you during this time. I understand the anger. I too watched the last episode of Lost and I was lost. But to be fair, I've only seen, only saw three episodes before that. Nonetheless, I get it, you know, Game of Throners. And I don't know what your stand name is. I don't know what the fan club is called, but you know, I get it. I got you. And I'm so sorry that a lot of y'all are disappointed. Um, You know, my prayers are with y'all during this trying time, but I believe as a fandom and with memes, y'all will get through it together. And again, I'm just here to support that y'all get through it together. And last but not least, what I like to call saving the best for last, your girl over here might be a stand for Batman. If Warner Brothers makes the right decision to cast my Hollywood husband, Robert Pattinson, as the next Bruce Wayne. Look, I'm not a comic book person and people are very passionate about this choice. I know, though, I love me some Rob post-Twilight work. 
Like, I didn't even like Twilight after I saw some of his work that he did, like, in between the movies. Um, and that the story plot line got kind of dull to me. But nonetheless, like, watch Good Time on Amazon Prime and go lost and watch Lost City of Z on Netflix. I think he is one of those really interesting actors that doesn't choose your typical route after like a major franchise he does all these like art house type of movies he's not desperate to be in front of the cameras <sighs> anyway i'm not this is not a robert pattinson standing podcast but i could totally make one and it would be fine anyway so that's it on the little current events that's been going on i wanted to end on a lighter note so there you are that's my hollywood crush and after this break we will catch up on what's going on in the land of 512 studio building a brand is easy if you have the foundation set forget the logo or having the best website copy what you need are the principles figured out so your brand can grow whether you're launching a business, becoming a blogger, or building an actual brand, knowing why you exist and who you are catering to is important for development. The brand base will help you figure everything out so you can bootstrap your own brand elements or hire someone to do it for you. You'll know exactly what you want so you can start with a clear vision and strategy. Download the digital copy of the brand base or enroll in the brand base coaching program. Listeners of the show will get 12% off when they use code FM1212 at checkout for 12% off. That's F as in forest, M as in monkey, 1212 to get 12% off at checkout. Now, let's get started with the show. Welcome back to 512 FM. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead. It's time to address the elephant or elephants, but don't, don't shh, got that logo. Um in the room and how I accidentally ghosted the podcast. Y'all, I am super sorry. Let's go back to April, late April. I went to Alt Summit, which is a huge creative conference that was held in Palm Springs. They are celebrating their 10 year anniversary of it and was the first time that they made it about five, six days going across four hotels. And overall, it was such a great experience to be amongst people who all have like these creative minds who are wanting to grow and sharing information. I picked up my photography again while I was out there. So if you're following me on Instagram, I've posted some of those, uh, some of that work out there, but I need to start, I have a couple more that I need to put out there. So I'll do that. But no, it was also my first time I spoke at this conference, which was a huge deal. Uh, Joanna Gaines was the major keynote of Fixer Upper Fame and just a lot of, you know, really great opportunities to network and mingle and, you know, for this year to be the 10th year anniversary for them to try something new and huge. There were some hiccups, but anytime I think about it, I don't think about the hiccups that were involved. I think about the times and, and the days that I spent out there, the people that I met, I went out there not knowing anyone going. Um, I, I take that back. There are people that I followed on Instagram and that we messaged and, and talked with, but and I got to meet them finally. But other than that, like my housemates, I stayed in a really awesome house in Palm Springs. 
Um, and my housemates were awesome. They were not serial killers. So shout out to the universe for that. Um, it was one of those things where you were just sharing a Lyft or an Uber with somebody that you knew was part of the conference, but you never met them before. So stranger danger was definitely not a thing, but it was such a great way to, again, put yourself out there. You know, everybody's pretty vulnerable in terms of, you know, will they like me? Will they think I'm weird? And no one thinks you're weird. Everyone is just themselves. It was this really cool club. Plus, shout out to Palm Springs for being so LGBTQ friendly and that like I wasn't super worried about safety in this part of like California. I know that sounds weird and that sounds crazy. And I apologize if that even comes off a little bit offensive. I'm definitely not trying to just know that it was so wonderful to have a bunch of like gay men compliment on how great my skin is how great my cheekbones are. And I was like, I'm never leaving. Just, I'm I'm never leaving this place. The weather was perfect. It was sunny. I got all the vitamin D out there. And these vitamin D levels are high forever because it was, it was just fabulous. I hated leaving. Um, and then I came back to Texas and the next day it was muggy and just rainy. And I think we were under a tornado watch, just polar opposite of me being in Palm Springs. But, you know, I have plans to hopefully go back next year. I talked about, this is important, I pitched an idea to talk about mental health and the creative, uh, just about why it's important to make sure that is together so that you can push and do the things that you want to do and give yourself a break and also admit to yourself that like your anxiety is okay and that your depression is okay. And granted, I'm not coming from a background of mental health issues and it's different for everyone but it was really cool to kind of share that story put that out there it got voted on by a lot of people so I'm so appreciative of people who voted that in uh, and and all those that came to to talk or to hear me talk about it I wasn't nervous at all considering it was my first conference ever Uh, It was something that I want to do again. So again, it's a major thank you that 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 happened. It was a great experience, something I'm not forgetting ever. Uh, And speaking of mental health, let's also talk about what happened during the break. So there is a lot of creative burnout just in wanting to trying to keep everything together. As a solopreneur, I am on my own. So I am doing the social media post and I'm, you know, I'm not going down the list of all the things that I'm doing, but basically I don't have a team. And in the midst of that burnout, I had also started to kind of back off of my antidepressants. Now, I did this under my psychiatrist's supervision a couple of years ago though I started going to therapy as some people may know I started going to therapy to finally kind of just get out all the crud that had gone on um a long time ago in like my childhood and you know just kind of have that final diagnosis of this is depression or this is anxiety and I was diagnosed with both and so I took medication and I it's one of those things that so many things happened at such an early age and if you can understand depression and anxiety a little bit, it's for me, it's like I've always I, I don't know anything else. So 
I didn't know if me being depressed or having anxiety was a chemical thing in which I was like, fine, I'll take medicine forever. It's chemical. It is what it is. Or if it was kind of a situational thing and I didn't tackle it yet, but I'd spent about two years tackling it. So, and I was starting to feel better. So I thought, okay, well, I can get off the medication. I'll be fine. I'm fixed. And I spent... I went from not taking any to taking, or taking two, I'm sorry, to taking one. And it's just, I just had no energy. I, it was a chore if I like got up and moved off, you know, the couch or got out of bed. You know, it was a chore to, like, I had to tell myself, okay, go take a shower, you smell, or go work out. It's, you need to go outside, you know, so there were it it just and it almost happened i want to say a couple of days after i changed my my medications that or changed how much medication i was taking it just kind of dipped and my anxiety started to come back i started thinking about stuff like i'm almost 40 and i don't have kids i'm 33 i literally just turned 33 and i'm thinking about something in seven years and it was again one of those things where i had to I was like, okay, maybe my body will adjust to me being off of my medication. And one day I was sitting on the couch and I was just sitting there staring off into space and something in me said, you need to get back on your medicine like you've been taking it. And then I called my therapist again. So um, I had to wait for my body to adjust back to being on medication. So it kind of goes through this weird up and down it doesn't make you instantly better. You kind of have to like gradually go up. And the crazy thing is, is May 11th, I remember sitting in my living room, just, I was high, like highly anxious. And between being highly anxious and super depressed, which is such a weird conundrum because depression just makes you kind of like super low but anxiety will make you all fidgety or makes me really fidgety and I could feel my heart beating out of my chest. It was just weird. Um, so I was doing that all day. I felt like that all day on Sunday, or Saturday, which was May 11th, May 12th, my birthday, I woke up and it was something weird that I, I don't know if it's because it was my birthday and my uni- the universe was like, this is a new start, a new trip around the sun or what, but it started to kind of like subside a little. I was able to get out the house. I was able to enjoy the day, um, hung out with my mom because it was also Mother's Day. And I was just actually excited to like be 33, you know? So, you know, things are getting better in terms of that. I feel better. I'm working on my health again. So I'm working on working out and making better eating choices. One of those things that I do when I'm depressed is eat a lot. So, my weight went back up, but it's okay because it can come back down as long as I, you know, am disciplining myself. But learning to love yourself in the now is so much better than going, okay, in, you know, 10 months, I'm going to be 80 pounds lighter and then I'm going to be happy. Just, you know, wanting to be happy in the now. So yeah, that's that's kind of why the podcast just didn't happen. Life stuff, head stuff creative burnout needed to take a break I don't want to give people just BS you know I don't want to be talking out the side of my butt (laughs) for lack of better words 
just to have a podcast out. It'll grow. Things are going to change eventually. I'm pretty excited about the people that I want to get on the podcast. Some of the topics I've, I'm kind of battling inside whether or not, you know, I, I want to add some non-branding topics in. I know I let in with current events, but I also have other likes, you know, I'm a huge Bravo-holic. I didn't mean to be, but Vanderpump Rules owns my life. Anytime I meet someone new, it's probably a question I ask within 10 minutes. Like, do you watch Vanderpump Rules? And it's, or are you watching The Real Housewives with the doggy gate or whatever, which is such a stupid plot line to me. But anyway, don't know how I'm going to change that up, but I really want this to be a, a podcast that you love and entertain and but it will also learn from um, and you feel connected with. And it's not something that you've heard, you know, in the past or, or something that is repetitive and sounds like somebody else. So I'm still working through that. But this is, I think, the sixth episode of this podcast, which is, you know, good. It's six episodes I'm putting out there. So, <laughs> but, you know. That's kind of what's been going on in this land. And I will post a link of the talk that uh, Alicia of Brychella, thank you so much, by the way, recorded for me. So you guys can watch that on YouTube and make sure you tell your friends and your family and strangers, you know, when you're out on the street, just go, hey, this girl Clarissa has a podcast. You should listen to it, whatever it is or whoever it is, tell them, make sure you rate. Um, And we will talk later.